0: As you travel solo, being 100% responsible for yourself, it is inevitable that you will discover just how capable you are. Hey guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20-something. I wanted to record this short, impromptu episode um, for you guys. Even though I'm on vacation, I did not want to miss a week, so I'm still doing this. I'm sitting at a cafe in Mykonos, Greece right now, so huge apologies in advance if there's noise in the background, there's like ATVs driving by, but I guess it helps that the ambiance will embrace it. I'm right now, I'm in the middle of a two or three week vacation in Europe, maybe longer. I don't even have a return ticket right now, so we'll see. But I started in Malaga, in the south of Spain. I explored Magabea also, and then I flew to Italy, spent some time in Rome, and then in the south of Italy in Capri and Positano around the Amalfi Coast area which is beautiful um, and then just arrived in Mykonos which should be fun. My takeaways so far, Malaga is such a hidden gem for a vacation. It's gorgeous and it's also super cheap. Rome was chaotic. Um, Capri was probably the most beautiful place on earth and I want to go back every single year until the day that I die or buy a house there. Positano was also beautiful and I found that the people, the people in southern Italy were incredibly warm and genuine and then Mykonos is going to be an absolute shit show but that should be fun um the most beautiful part of it all of it is that I'm traveling alone and I've been having so much fun spending time with myself soaking up the free time that I have like I mentioned I have like a four-month break in between school and work so I wanted to spend it well and spending it in places that I enjoy and that are gorgeous and that have been on my list for a while this is my first time in both Spain and And Greece, and I've loved both so far. I'm, and I'm no expert by any means, but I have traveled alone a few times between the time that I was like 16 years old and now at 22. And I honestly think it's one of the most amazing things you can do while you're young and everybody should try it at least once. So I'm, my goal is just to convince like anybody who's hesitating or who's used to traveling in groups to try traveling alone for once, um, Or if you're someone who's not used to traveling at all, to just go, especially while you're young. There are a few reasons for this. The first is the question of time and commitments. Because if you're not jumping on every opportunity to travel while you're young, realistically, when are you going to do it? Like, If not now, when? Why are you waiting until you're 40 and have a husband and a baby and a dog at home to take care of to travel? Like, If you're in your 20s and you're listening to this, you're probably either A, in school, or B, like jumping between careers. So you have more flexibility to travel. You probably have more energy and a better alcohol tolerance and more stamina to explore a new city for 24 hours. Like the trips that you take when you're in your 20s are very different from the trips that you take when you're married in your 30s. And those are different from the trips that you take when you're traveling with your kids in your 40s. Like when you're young, you probably want to party in Ibiza. When you're 30 and you're traveling as a couple, it's different. Like you want to go shopping in Dubai and drink all day at beach clubs in Mykonos and stay in romantic suites, probably spend a little bit more on luxury travel. And then when you're 40 and you're traveling with kids, you want to do absolutely nothing except lay on the beach and let your kids play in the water. Like they're all different and you should be able to experience all of those. So don't wait. Like not to mention if you're young right now, your mind is in its expansionary stage. So that's probably the best time to, Soak up new information about other places, other people, other ways of life, things like that. So just go, like, get out there and do something interesting that's different from your, like, the banalities of your everyday routine. The first, I mean, to be fair, the argument you hear the most often, why people don't travel when they're young, is the money thing. They're like, oh, I'm waiting to travel until I've put my head down, built my business, made more money, da 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 I call BS on that. I think it's bullshit because you can get, for example, you can get a round trip flight from North America to Rome for something like $800. That's Canadian and stay in cute little Airbnbs the whole time. And then the flights between European countries and cities, once you're already in Europe are super cheap. Like my flight from Naples to Mykonos is something like 40 euros. So I promise you it's not that deep. And there are little tricks you can pick up on to, to avoid spending like, a ton on travel. Things like flying into the Rome airport, which is the cheapest in Europe to fly into, use Skyscanner, book either last minute or way in advance. Don't take checked luggage and if you're a girl like let men pay for your dinner and drinks. It's not that deep. I could do a whole episode on how I planned my Europe trip and other little travel tips. is that's something you want to hear, there's definitely a lot to talk about. Um but there's there are smarter ways that you can travel. The second reason that you should travel alone while you're in your 20s is that if you go alone, the best thing is that you're not at the mercy of other people flopping or following through on plans. It's the thing I love the most. I know so many people whose travel plans fell through because their friends either canceled last minute or didn't have the money or couldn't get organized. And I cannot imagine missing out on a trip because of that. We all have those group chats where we talk about going on trips constantly. Constantly planning trips and it never happens like five percent of the time you actually go so just go on your own like my mindset when booking this trip was I'm going if anybody wants to come that's great but this is where I want to spend my summer so I'm just going to book it and I did end up extending my trip um to visit my friend Mia in Paris afterwards so that'll be a sweet way to end it but so far I've been on my own and it's been the dreamiest trip like I cannot believe how much fun I've had alone The third reason is when you travel alone, you have time to think. You have time to reflect, to ideate, for new ideas to come. I've found that when you're at home, there are very rarely long blocks of time when you're not preoccupied with school, work, everyday routines, seeing other people. Like even if you go silent and put your head down, you probably have about 24 hours before some friend is going to hit you up, barge in your door and kind of shake you out of your alone time. The other thing is that just like physically, the act of switching up your environment is actually what's likely to spark new ideas because new, new ideas come from being in new places, seeing new things. It's actually hard to have these like revolutionary, crazy, life-changing ideas when you're doing going through the same motions that you're used to. Like that doesn't cultivate an environment for new thoughts to come. The plus is that you get to know yourself better and you find out what you actually like doing to relax because when we're with our friends, we default to doing what we like doing with our friends or what our friends like doing. When you're alone and you wake up in the morning and you're in a new country and you have to decide what to do with your day, that's when you actually get to know yourself and you learn what you love doing with your free time, what you like doing to relax. Number four, you realize how independent you are. This one speaks for itself, so I won't say much more than that, but As you travel solo, being 100% responsible for yourself, it is inevitable that you will discover just how capable you are. Number five is that if you think about it, the only real way to find out where you feel best and where you may one day want to live, buy a house, start a life, is to travel. Like what are the odds that the small hometown you grew up in is coincidentally also the place where you will operate at your optimal level and Love your life the most. Like, the chances are not very high. But the problem is that most people rarely travel outside of the environment that they know. So they never find out what other places in the world they may love living in. Like, you have to try out different futures. I met someone in Spain last week who was, he was from the US, but he loved Spain so much that he on the spot decided to move there. And nowadays, like, because he had a remote job, he was an entrepreneur of some sort, a lot of people can feasibly do that. I know, like, for myself personally, the only reason that When I talk about my life in the long term, I'm so certain, I have so much conviction that I will be living somewhere in Europe. The reason I know that is because I've spent enough time in European countries, like so much over the years, both from traveling and having lived in France and lived in Bulgaria when I was younger. I've done that enough to know unmistakably that this is where I will live the best version of my life. So I was able to backtrack from that and say that, okay, I'm going to start my career in the US. There's more... Opportunity professionally there, there's better money there than in Europe. But I'm going to strategically start it in a sphere of European influence at a European firm, so that eventually a move makes sense. One of my resolutions for this trip is actually to to observe what I like more about the way that I live my life when I'm in Europe, and then take that and try to apply it no matter where I am for the time being. Because I remember, since I was little, a ridiculous age, something like six years old, I was like a toddler. I've always said that I'm more myself and I feel better when I'm in Europe. I want to change that. I don't really agree with that philosophy anymore because it's really just a bullshit excuse for not living life on my terms always because what I'm really saying is not, oh, I'm more myself when I'm in Europe, but I fit in more when I'm in Europe. The problem with that is like, I shouldn't be the full extent of my personality regardless of my geographic positioning. Like that doesn't matter regardless of who the people are, who may be surrounding me. So I'm trying to take note of the little things that I do differently and the way that I feel when I'm here so that I know what to do more of simply when I'm in North America. So for example, I've noticed when I'm here, I feel more comfortable with my body and my femininity. I'm more inclined around other people to skip the small talk and have interesting conversations with people early on. My style changes completely. I walk more. I stop stressing about food. Um, And I feel like I can have a cigarette every once in a while without being labeled as a smoker. The other thing, one big thing is that I noticed there's less of an inclination here to work myself to death or like to fill every waking moment with productivity, which is something that I and a lot of people fall guilty of in North America. And instead to just take time each day to do something that actually brings you pleasure just for yourself. So I'm trying to notice the little things like that as well as how my personality is different and promise myself not to veer away from that. Obviously, some things I can't bring with me, I can't bring the food, I can't bring the weather, but I can control the controllable. So for the time being, I know that at least the next couple of years, I will be in the US during my work weeks. So I might as well live those years happily in the way that I feel best. And I think like TLDR, my biggest takeaway from this trip is I've just fallen in love with everything. I think I've fallen in love every day that I've been here with every stranger and every coffee shop and every building and every painting and every glimpse of the water and every gelato, just like everything I've fallen back in love with myself too. Um, I guess it's like you're biased because everything automatically feels sweeter when you're on vacation and you don't have a lot of responsibilities. You also have the time to enjoy little things that normally pass over your head in everyday life. But I think it's good to take note of that and like try to incorporate that in your everyday life so that you don't rely on, on vacation to escape.